Welcome to Audio Obscura, an audio mystery podcast. Hosted by David Martinez and Michael Foster. Episode 5. And Mama's squishy. Here we go where the intro music's playing. And hello, listeners. <laughs> no, we're starting over. We're starting over. <laughs> no, leave it. No, leave it. I leave it. Leave it. I hate it so much. Anyway, hello again for another episode of Audio Obscura. I'm Foster. I'm David. And uh, today I'm excited for two reasons. Two very important reasons. One, David, you were. This is you are here. I'm in here. the present. We're live in studio. I could t- reach out and touch you. Don't do that. Uh, and I don't want to. Thank you. So we we have that understanding. Yeah. Uh, so you're here. You're stateside. It's very exciting. Thank you. So, it's, it's good to be here. I've been gone three months, and it's nice to months. come back and visit. The second reason, the second reason, I'm very excited. Yeah. We have a guest for the first time on Audio Obscura. Woo-woo! We have a guest. This person is also in studio. Uh, hello. Drum roll. It's me. Tiffany Chapel. Uh-huh. Welcome. Uh, Tiffany is um, a friend, a uh, fellow improviser. Confidant. Confidant, yes. Comrade. Keep it going. List three more. Mortal enemy. <laughs> Partner in sandwich. <sighs> I would eat a sandwich with you, not you. Sorry, David. Thanks. Equestrian dilettante. Yep, that's the third one. We picked the right guess. This was a good choice. Audio mystery time, Foster. Okay. It is audio obscura. Audio <laughs> episode. What is this? Episode five we're on? Sounds right. That's right, David. It's episode five. And I'll edit in whatever episode it is. <laughs> okay. uh, That's the he, real audio do you mystery. Need to, we can record me saying every number just so we can put in whatever you want. Can you do it? But can you every number say it like one? Like you've like never robot? said the number before ever in your life. Tau. <laughs> Three. Fair. All right. We're going to move on now. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'm kind of thinking maybe just throw the first clip at you two. I love it. Okay. Um, I love it. And so, you're both, you're both, you're not necessarily competing. Maybe oh, I, I am. Okay, you're you're in it for yourself. That's right. Wonderful. Cool. So we have briefed Tiffany on the premise. We uh, Foster, you put this week's clips together, so you're going to be playing a series of clips for us. How many do we have this week? That's a great question, <laughs> David. And we have twelve clips. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But Tiffany knows. Tiffany knows the the premise, and we're going to uh, all listen to these clips together and try and guess what this week's mystery is. That's right. All right. I'm going to get this first clip ready. Here we go. That's what is tough for me because exactly that reason. It's extremely stressful when you have multiple cameras on you and you have somebody that you've not really met before. You know, they've flown in from another state, sometimes actually from another country. So um, initial thoughts or do we want another quick listen? My gut reaction is that it's something that is talking about the production of a reality TV show. Oh, interesting. These were the reality TV shows that ran through my brain. The Bachelor, 90 Day Fiance, or uh, what's the one uh, Married at First Sight? So two TLCs and one ABC? I have many questions. Most importantly, though, probably, what, why, did you, why did you think reality when you heard it? I definitely got like the TV show vibe, but I'm interested why you heard reality. I actually don't know. 
So maybe let's listen to it again. Yeah, let's okay. give another one. Yeah, let's yeah. listen to it again. That's what is tough for me because exactly that reason. It's extremely stressful when you have multiple cameras on you and you have somebody that you've not really met before. You know, they've flown in from another state, sometimes actually from another country. Right, yes. So it was the reference to cameras. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. That did it for me. Yeah, yeah. Multi- uh, multiple cameras. I like it. I definitely, this, this person has been in the business a while, right? Like they... The they, business. Yeah. They're savvy. Yeah. They know and they, they've dealt with the stress. They're clearly getting interviewed about them doing their work, right? So okay, they, so you're thinking uh, they're getting interviewed. Yeah. I can't tell if they are a producer or like a, somebody who is a professional contestant. Do you guys oh. know who Trisha Paytas is? No. She is a YouTuber, but she has also been on like a million different reality TV shows, both in the States and elsewhere. So she, like, the first thing I remember seeing her on was Tyra Banks for speed reading. She can read really fast. But then she's also been on, like, a dumb TLC reality TV show for being obsessed with tanning. Mm -hmm. And then she's known on YouTube for eating an enormous amount of food and talking about her ex-boyfriends in negative ways. So she chooses a different thing to be known for based on the platform she's going to feature? I think, I honestly think she just, like, contacts reality TV shows and is like, hey, uh, I want to be on your show. What ridiculous thing do you need me to do? Here we go. We are moving on to the second clip. All right. Um, I think this is maybe we'll add some more detail or it might create some more confusion. Kind of show how these people, you don't know who they are, but then you may fall in love with them. Like there's a woman named Mama Squishy that everybody loves. People just fall in love with her. Mama Squishy. You don't even know what she looks like, you know, and that she's squishy is amazing. Mama Squishy. Mama Squishy. Are either of you familiar with Mama Squishy? I am not. I am not. God, what's there's one of the Pokemon that's really big and pink and squished. Oh, this is the second episode I referenced Pokemon in. I should. I should. Are you talking about the one that's like a little jolly pink ball? Yeah, Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Right? You know that? That's impressive. Thank you. Yeah, my, that's what I picture is like a big version of that. That's just like Mama Squishy. I <laughs> I am in, imagining a female cartoon version of Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. The first way was correct. All one word. Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, but she can move and she doesn't trip. She doesn't tie prisoners to her. And instead (laughs) there's just little mini Jabba the Hutts climbing on her being like, Mama Squishy. Give it to us again, Pastor. All right kind of show how these people, you don't know who they are, but then you may fall in love with them. Like there's a woman named Mama Squishy that everybody loves. People just fall in love with her, but you don't even know who she is. You don't even know what she looks like, you know? And that to me is amazing. I I think that's a real shame that people don't, aren't more familiar with Mama Squishy. (laughs) But people fall in love with her every time they meet her. (sighs) So you should meet her. I do do get the impression that this is, so this person is like either, either does interviews or hosts something, right? So she's the medium. Yeah, I guess like that she's could be in true. charge of yeah. booking. She's in charge. Yeah, she's just she's like a big producer on some series or collection of. But this guests. makes me feel like it's less of a reality TV show and more of like a thing that people come to to experience. Yeah, like a I well, Mama Squishy just lends itself to like burlesque or vaudevillian or drag or I don't know. Yeah, but then there's the camera element. I don't know. Mama Squishy. Mama Squishy. Mama Squishy. I can't wait to fall in love with Mama Squishy. I I can't really tell you whether you're on the right track or not. Uh, I mean, you could. I I could. 
But your instincts are um, are pretty good so far. Cool. So good. here we go. This is uh, clip three. The other thing that's really weird for me about like me being recognized is actually interestingly, I get recognized the most by my voice. Like I hear that people say that all the time. In fact, I remember I was in an airport in Mexico and somebody tapped me on the shoulder because I had yelled to somebody else, like, you know, my husband or something. I heard your voice and I looked around and I knew you were here somewhere. Yes, I recognize her voice. I did voice. too from the beginning. Okay, I have a question. You what do. What is Katie Couric doing now? That's not Katie Couric. Okay. 100% not Katie Couric. All right. But I feel like I've heard this person get also, also get interviewed recently because it sounds vaguely familiar. Here's who I'm imagining. Like, I feel like I see this woman's face. I think. What do you see? I think that she is short and petite, brown, dark brown hair. Abby from Broad City, but it's not Abby from Broad City, but like that kind of her, but like maybe shorter. Let's hear it. Can we hear it again? Sure. The other thing that's really weird for me about like me being recognized is actually interestingly, I get recognized the most by my voice. Like I hear that people say that all the time. In fact, I remember I was in an airport in Mexico and somebody tapped me on the shoulder because I had yelled to somebody else, like, you know, my husband or something. I heard your voice and I looked around and I knew you were here somewhere. She's married. She's she married. She's married. <laughs> and, she, and she yells goes at her to, husband. And she goes to New Mexico. New Mexico? Just Mexico. Mexico. She was at an airport in Mexico. I, I believe Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. So she goes to Mexico. Who would go to Mexico? Who would go Ooh, to Mexico? Let's narrow the field down. Is she a real housewife? Uh, you can't tell me. I can't tell you. She gets recognized. Why um, would that have to do with mama's voice? But, but there might be a reason why you recognize her voice. And, we, and we'll learn that kind of later on. Maybe, oh, possibly because like she does something like voice acting or something where we, she does... A character or a thing where we don't see her, but we see the character she plays and hear her voice. But I don't, that... Is Mama Squishy a cartoon? <laughs> Is she? <laughs> what are you... Foster's laughing. Don't, he cracked don't, up Listen, don't, don't... The don't, answer don't, must be no. No, don't read too much into that laugh. All right. All right. Should we move on to the next one? Yeah. Here we go. Because I asked you to do a little preparation for this interview today. It was gross. It was, yeah, that was the point. I told you it was going to be gross. It was real gross. Come on, Jeff. You're man. You're a manly man. Come on. All I asked you to do is watch a couple of videos. Okay. Whoa. So this is something, this is still related, but now we have, um, those are two, two new, new voices. voices, right? Yeah. That female mm -hmm. was a different voice. And Jeff. Jeff, his name was Jeff. 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 And she wanted him to watch videos that were gross. Yeah. This is this is a this is a challenging one. Those two have to be I'm still leaning towards this original voice being a producer. And I think in that original clip when she was talking about I, she was talking about the experience of being Jeff in this new mystery woman. Like she was Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's a producer. These are two people that she is producing. The original lady is yes. a producer, yeah. Uh-huh. And so now this new lady, she could be the interviewer per se, right? I don't know if there's something in that it's a, if we're following this thing that we are traveling down, if there's something in a woman producer, a woman host, and then the person that is like the most vulnerable in this situation being asked to watch a gross video is like <laughs> a man. So maybe that's like a hint that I don't know if it's like. Interesting. Like some like Chelsea Lately. That seems like some kind of like Chelsea Lately bit where they would like make a man watch a clip to make him feel uncomfortable. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you what. I will give you after this next clip. I, your instincts are very good. 
Uh, I'm going to play this next clip, and I might give you a hint after this okay. one okay. To, kind of, we, to kind of help you out. I think, can we get that oh, yeah, last let's listen, more time? Yeah, let's yeah. listen to it one more time. Because I asked you to do a little preparation for this interview today. It was gross. It was, yeah, that was the point. <laughs> I told you it was going to be gross. It was real gross. Come on, Jeff, you're a man. You're a manly man. Come on, all I asked you to do is watch a couple of videos. Her oh. voice sounds familiar, It too. also does, yeah. Jeff doesn't. Any guesses of what the gross videos could be? Immediately, I went to um, Two Girls, One Cup and Cake Farts. <laughs> I'm um cake farts. It's a woman farting on a cake in her naked naked or in her underwear and it's supposed to be sexually arousing, I'm told. Are there candles lit? No. Is that the idea? <laughs> no. Okay. It's she, just that like when she farts, you can see the cake <laughs> move out of because of force? Because, like, because of, of her the fart. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry. I no. I'm. We could leave that description in. Sure, okay. that's fine. <laughs> I my mind went to food, which doesn't leave out cake farts. Those are mutually inclusive. Uh, that the gross videos involved food. I don't know why I didn't get anything from that that implied that, but it just seemed like. Do you think okay. maybe her voice is the voice of somebody who works with food? She's like a Food Network person or a. I don't know. She was she was giving him work to do to prepare for this, whatever they're interview. sitting down to do. She yeah. called it an interview. Okay. Okay. So work to do. And the, the work was watching some gross videos to prepare for that. So that's why I don't know why. That's why I thought it was food or something. Do you think it's um, something medical? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, if he if he thought it was gross and she was like, "Hey, be a man," yeah, then that implies like it would be something that that stereotypically would you know make Childbirth, someone faint or so, maybe yeah. like that blood bones broken Oof, bones sticking oh, out no like a shin bone just popping Stop out of it. it's so gross next clip all right the number of people who have said no like if i've asked them to if they would like to tape has been less than five people in the whole three four years i mean people don't don't say people don't say no and now definitely people come from far wanting to be taped whoa that was a big one. So a lot of people, I, it sounds like, are interested in, in being taped. Being Do you taped. think that, oh God, can you play that clip again? Sure. The number of people who have said no, like if I've asked them to, if they would like to tape, has been less than five oh, no. people in the whole three, four years. I mean, people don't, don't say, people don't say no. And now definitely people come from far wanting to be taped. Do you feel like now I'm getting that this is some kind of dominatrix porn thing. You think that few people would say no to that? I don't know. God. I think that if people, I feel like it's like a, maybe it's like getting filmed is like an add-on to the service yeah, that they're yeah. reaching out to, towards. It's interesting that she calls it tape. Tape seems like a, like a, a weird, something that someone who's not necessarily in the industry and in production would say. I think it has something to do with uh, legal prostitution in the bunny ranch. Oh, specific, specifically the bunny ranch. Yes. D did you did uh, Mama Squishy jog your brain or? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Mama Squishy. No. Uh, everyone, she's a bunny on the ranch. Everyone loves her. Everyone, loves everyone falls in love Squishy. with Mama Squishy. You spend thirty seconds with Mama Squishy, and you will I, never I don't leave. know if my brain is just now. I started thinking about cake farts, and I'm just stuck <laughs> here. Okay, I'm gonna see how many clips we have left. Uh, I'm gonna hold off on my hint. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, that one was that clip kind of. I think had a lot of good subtle clues in it. 
Let's see about this one. I feel like it makes the show makes me look better than I am. I mean, I feel um, it's a richer experience. Like it, it's really nice for me to be able to see how what I do affects my patients later when they go back home and they, how they relate to their friends or family. Okay. So we're, this clip and the last clip, we've been back on the original voice, right? The yes. original woman voice. That's right. Yeah, we've only uh, diverted from the original voice once. Just that one time, yeah. She said patience. She did. My patience. My Let's, let's go ahead and hear it again. Yeah, her patience, it's wearing thin. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like it makes, the show makes me look better than I am. I mean, I feel um, it's a richer experience. Like, it, it's really nice for me to be able to see how what I do affects my patients later when they go back home and they how they relate to their friends or family. Is she Dr. Pimple Popper on YouTube? Do you think that that's, this is your like a guess, like a hardcore will you, guess? Will you tell us a little bit about, uh, about that? Um, so she's a doctor on YouTube that pops like pimples, cysts, ingrown hairs, oh my God. does extractions, oh and like <laughs> films close-ups of it. Millions and millions of people watch it and love it. Does she do it on herself? And no, on, other on her patients. So she gets permission from from her patients. No, only four or five say right that she said uh, that earlier have like said it. no. Okay, so, so I'm connecting all of these, and I think that's maybe maybe that's her voice. Mama Squishy, what is Mama, Mama Squishy <laughs> is probably one of like the most prolific or maybe the most watched ones. I'm not kidding you. Millions of people watch it and it's almost like ASMR for people. They yeah, watch it yeah. and they feel like so relaxed by it. Seeing those things on YouTube or on yeah. video channels, um that there's just the sense of like but it's also like, like relief. I hate having pimples on my face. I will pick at them until they are gone and like worse. But I'm guessing that when people watch it because, like, when you pop your own pimples, there is, like, a sense of, like, adrenaline, or at least I get a sense of adrenaline of, like, oh, I can't wait for this thing to, like, pop and be gone and be, and, like, and then when it happens, it's, like, a decompress, you know? I've seen, like, a couple clips from it, and they are huge. Disgusting. Great. Full. <laughs> I think yeah. that's the best word to, to use there, full. full. Shall yeah. we, shall uh, we? Let's take this theory, and let's put it to the test with the next clip. Yeah. Let's see if it holds let's, up. Let's okay. Keep going. And I got there 10 minutes early and nobody was there. And it ended up being standing room. Like people were spilling out the back. And then all these people came up, all the residents, and wanted to take pictures with me. And they would tell me they watched my videos to pump them up before they go and do their <laughs> surgery, you know, for the first time. Okay. Surgery. Surgery. surgery is involved. Is, um, is this doctor, mm -hmm. Dr. Pimple Popper? Yeah. Um, are they kind of like a celebrity? Would people want to get uh, take their pictures with this person? Maybe. I think, like, recently, within the past couple of years, she started, like, going on talk shows and stuff. I wouldn't want a picture with her. <laughs> um, so so we know in this particular clip she's referring to, like, a, like live shows or something where people— She said standing room. Or I guess like people a could be attending the surgery. But the two big things that I'm still, like, wanting to— wonder how they pull in is mama squishy for one i, I don't and i want i don't want it to be a pimple <laughs> if it is if mama squishy is referring to a pimple i'm gonna i will never do yeah. this podcast again. mama squishy was a season finale one time <laughs> look at mama squishy um and the second thing is the the one clip we had with the other two people so why someone was it's it's almost like meta like ref referring to this series or podcast, right, where it maybe the producer of it or an interviewer of some kind is making someone watch videos of this. So I think my 
thing. I'm still pretty sold that it is Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> I want to know like the larger context. And it, and it sounds like it's adding up. Um, if we uh, go back to the one where um, the person who was talking was talking about uh, their voice being recognized. Yeah. And I would assume that in the pimple mm-hmm. pops, you don't really probably see a lot of her. Or spend much no, time seeing the because it's all face. zoomed yeah. in right on the area. The, area, yeah. the yeah. full area. Yes. Can we listen to that clip one more time? Uh, yeah. And I got there 10 minutes early and nobody was there. And it ended up being standing room. Like people were spilling out the back. And then all these people came up, all the residents and wanted to take pictures with me. And they would tell me they watched my videos to pump them up before they go and do their surgery, you know, for the first time. This, I wanted to check in this clip. And it does seem like it's this talk that she's referring to is sort of a one-time thing, right? Where she was surprised that it was standing room only. She also mentions residents. She says the residents there. Do you think she goes to like, I don't know. Nursing it could be, homes or it could it could be a, a speech at a doctoral with, college. Bad acne? People with bad acne? The, yeah, they have homes. A doctoral for that. college. There's a home for people with bad acne. Yeah. It's where I grew up. <laughs> We're getting close to the end mm. oh, okay. here. So within the next couple of clips, we will want to lock in an answer. Cool. Okay. Let's do it. I will tell you in all honesty, I am more grossed out with dealing with toenail fungus, like toenail stuff for the feet. I'm more grossed out. I went fishing like a couple weeks ago and I had to put a live worm on the hook. Nasty. I wish I had a video of it because I could Nasty. not even handle it. Like I could not handle okay, it. Okay. This one kind of threw some stuff at us. Yeah. One, there's two voices. Now the worlds are colliding. colliding yeah. That is that is the same. Uh, is so, it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we have like female, we have like main female voice. And then we have that secondary female voice that we heard earlier where we talked about Jeff. So that makes me think that like the the one voice who we heard a little bit ago with Jeff, who's now back, is some is like a moderator between the two. So the, she's kind of getting maybe interviewed by this the other voice that we've been hearing. And then Jeff is like a a guest who is sort of a, like any any regular person who's experiencing what this main person does, right? Like getting to watch some of the videos. And, yeah. And, maybe Jeff is like a first time client. Yeah. Of- of this person and we know toenail fungus is involved now we i think the the most narrowed down we can get right is just to say that it's someone who does medical procedures that are pretty gross and that probably involve external like they're they're not an internal medicine doctor they don't do anything well they said surgery but maybe plastic surgery maybe botox or something i think anything that involves cutting i mean it's still surgery like you have to cut cysts yeah. to drain them. That's yeah. still technically considered surgery. Yeah. Yeah. It might be just like, it might be like a quick, a quick outpatient thing, but yes. still surgery. That was a good one. That was a really good clip. Okay. Let's get the next uh, one. We are coming in towards the end. All right. So we're still, we're still feeling pretty good about uh, potentially Dr. Pimple Popper. I think so, but I want to go one step further and figure out who she's talking Ooh, to. Ooh, okay. Wonderful. She debuted it with a huge following. And my dying to ask question today is, I want to know the moment where she went all in, where she made the decision that I have this opportunity and this is what I'm going to go do with it. I'm curious to know, was it an accident? Was it choreographed? Maybe a combination of the two? What was the moment? (laughs) This is our was he wrong question on this episode. What was the moment? What was the moment? When did she go all in? Did you guys hear the guy in the background going, oh, oh. I think, I believe that's Jeff. That must be Jeff. Yeah. He's just making he's just making some like I think some so. reactionary noises. It sounds like uh, an interview with this the original voice. This is all all these clips from the uh, same episode from the same conversation. Okay, so, so this all is all one big conversation. This is all yeah. one, one big, long conversation. Okay, so but, Jeff's th- theoretically been there the whole time. So they're all talking about 
this one main woman whose voice we've been hearing most, most of the time about the surgeries, patients, Mama Squishy, the residents. Uh, we know toenail fungus is involved. People, people like her voice, so we don't see a lot of her, but we hear a lot of her mm-hmm. in whatever she does. And then we know the camera, Pinon camera, and people from around the world come to her. And there's something about the, there's something about the camera that if uh, you can get bonus points if you can guess this. Because this is the cameras, the mm-hmm. multiple cameras, it's something new. Something new? Yes, because if, if we are talking about this particular person, mm-hmm. it sounds like they would probably have like maybe one, one two overhead. camera. Yeah. One overhead, maybe a close-up type of thing. Okay, so that makes me think that like she did, it was originally just like a YouTube series where she was filming surgeries and stuff she did, but now it's gone to like a reality show, right? She's gotten picked up. Would you watch an entire reality show though about... I, I mean, there's a lot of things I wouldn't well, maybe watch. She's, maybe she has, like, her own doctor's type situation now. Um, let's see. Let's go ahead. We'll stick with those answers. Cool. Okay. Yep. Um, and because we are getting down to the final clips, I think this next one bas- will basically give it away, oh. if I'm not mistaken. So right. here we go. I see that I've actually helped people change their lives in more ways than just physically removing that. I mean, there's a lot of emotional baggage that these growths have. And and, and that's really part of what treating this has, you know, what it's all about. Okay, so maybe it didn't add that much more information. It kind of did. I mean, we know growths, so it could be like cysts or pimples, even to like goiters. Um, Okay, should we just move on to the next one? How many many more do we have? We got two. Okay, so let's hear one more and then we'll confirm a guess. Okay. I really, I will, I want you to lock in one now because I, I was wrong about that last one giving out a lot. <laughs> this one is the one that gives a lot of information. I want to go ahead and say for the record that almost every episode Foster says, I'm pretty sure this one's going to reveal everything and it <laughs> never does for me, which is probably more a reference to my stupidity than to, than to Foster's I, guessing. I am I, almost 100% sure that this, this will give everything away. So I want to lock in answers now. Great. Um, go ahead, Tiffany, what do you think? I think it's Dr. Pimple Popper, but I also want to win, and we can't win <laughs> if you agree with me. So you both could win. Fine, I'll I will. Fine, we'll if, both win. It's Dr. Pimple Popper. I'm a hundred percent saying it's Dr. Pimple Popper. I want to conjecture that Jeff is a potential suitor for Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. And Dr. Pimple Popper is doing courting the pimples. She's doing a, a reality TV show where she dates people with goiters and cysts. <laughs> And uh, she'll know she'll found she had found the right one when she gets to pop the pimple of her true love. I I'm gonna guess so. It, this she's a, a medical practitioner of some kind, right? And she does uh, external surgeries. We know, right? On but like you're just dis- repeating the clips. But I think it's like <laughs> disfigurements or even so we know cysts. But I think like people who are like scarred in a in a fairly more okay. than the pimple. I would say it's, it has to be more than just acne. It has to be a pretty significant issue that someone's facing, and they're willing to come get filmed on camera to, to get it removed. All right. I can't wait. Let's listen to this next one. 2.8 million followers on Instagram, and most of those hits, those views, those pops have happened in the last three years. Those pops. Those pops. I those would have, pops. I, I would listen to that clip again just because I love the way she says that. So yeah, here we go. 2.8 million followers on Instagram, and most of those hits, those views, those pops have happened in the last three pops. years. Pops. 
<laughs> okay, I think it's most important right now that we get a confession from Tiffany. Do you watch Dr. Pimple Popper? I don't. I've seen clips of Dr. Pimple Popper. That that you've sought out or that people have sent you or No, they just like, you know when you're you're <laughs> on the internet and things happen. <laughs> I'm not like an active viewer. But I will say Are that you're one of the two point eight million? I don't follow her, no. Okay. I will say as somebody who like I didn't have acne when I was younger, but I definitely have problems with acne now like so I thought it was really interesting when you said like I think it has to be more than acne having a face full of acne will ruin a month for you yeah you know yeah so like for somebody to like go I think it is really life-changing to like get that taken care of yeah and people come from other countries yeah I'm curious uh we still need to solve mama squishy and the toenail fungus um but how those get involved but I'm I'm just about ready to concede uh we we have no winning and losing in this podcast, but I'm about we to concede, concede that Tiffany has in fact won Audio yeah. Obscura. Um, and Shut I, it down, boy. <laughs> I can uh, I can speak from personal experience because uh, even to this day I sometimes deal with cystic acne and it sucks. And thankfully I haven't had any any that were like super visible. Yeah, you got I, that goiter now to cover it up. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but like I have like scarred shoulders mm-hmm. from like as a youth a youth uh, mm-hmm. dealing with that. Um, kind of stuff, and this from like, is that from picking and scratching at the acne and stuff? And just yeah, and just having the the large type of acne, yeah, that was really really prevalent there. Yeah, um, I will say, and I don't know if this will stay in the podcast. I was actually I was in a um, I was in a relationship where we bonded over pimples. Really? Uh, was wow. it like foreplay? Kind of. Whoa! So you do it and then get nasty. Okay. Yeah, that part's not gonna. Plus, <laughs> Ann, are you one of the two point eight million? Are you one of the two? I'm Mama Squishy. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but no, it would. We would have some drinks, and I would get picked at. Cool. And, um, it's like a grooming. It's it's a weird kind of grooming. Have you ever not- heard of feederism? Uh, maybe it's like um a sexual thing where. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm a normal person. But like one person really likes to eat and the other person really likes to feed them. Huh. That's that kinda... was less terrible than I thought it was going to be. Like less oh. horrifyingly gross. No, it's just like a, people get like sexually turned on yeah. by eating and watching a person, like making somebody else eat to gain weight. I am not going to lie. I was Maybe this is coming from the animal scientist side of me that was thinking about grooming, but I was literally thought you were going to say like picking off dead skin cells off of each other and eating them. That's what I thought feederism was going to be. Oh no! This is way this, better. This. I'm I'm on board with feeding people. That sounds great. Would Let's you be that. a feeder or feedy? I'd like to take turns. Okay. I I want to feed somebody. You want to feed somebody? Yeah. Now that you said that, like, if I had to choose, I'm gonna I'm gonna feed. I think I would prefer feeding more often than not, but I would like to get fed. I won't yeah, be, be a little baby. Yeah. There's something about, yeah. Like, oh, no, it's not physically feeding them. It's just watching them and encouraging them to gorge themselves on 10 oh, plates of no, sushi. No, I'm out. I'm out. Um, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. It's uh, like. It's a lot, of, were, it's a lot were, of prep work. Yeah, I would be okay with like the here comes the airplane. Like even if I'm a grown adult. <laughs> That's a whole care. other fetish. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. That's adult babies and you get to wear diapers. All right, well, let's talk about this. <laughs> So, okay, I'm guessing by our discussion that we're on the right track. Yeah, Foster and I'm still be... holding firm that Jeff is a f- future potential lover. He's a suitor. <laughs> he's, a, he's wooing Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. Now, the real question is when she chooses yeah. the person, does she say, Jeff, you, you you're zit? Pop- 
You've been popped. Popped. Yours it. And pop goes the weasel. <laughs> oh, no. Last clip. Let's do it. All I asked you to do is watch a couple of videos that our guests put together. Our guest is Dr. Sandra Lee, also known as Dr. Pimple Popper. Yes. You couldn't handle it. No, this is, this is not my cup of tea. This is. Yay. All right. So, as I said, that was one part of a long conversation. Uh, when they're talking about Jeff watching the videos, yeah. that's a prelude to the um, actually bringing in, bringing in uh, uh, Dr. Sandra, Sandra Lee, uh, Dr. Pimple Popper. Like, I didn't realize that, like, everything with Jeff, where he was like, I don't want to watch it, was probably the first five minutes of the episode. And then Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, yeah, was, maybe. Yeah, interesting. What we are listening to here is an interview with Dr. Pimple Popper, but whatever we are listening to is not about is not always about Dr. Pimple Popper. She was this particular guest on this episode of Um of no, something. she's the main topic of the whole episode. Of this whole episode, of yes. This particular but I mean, episode. the second woman's voice, she's maybe a regular interviewer interviewing different That's people right. each episode. That's right. It is I guess you could say it is her podcast. And if you're wanting to know, this is the Dying to Ask podcast. Great. Nice. This is with Deidre and Jeff. Nice. So for our, all of our listeners, because it's, this is an audio-only podcast. That's right. <laughs> the album art is uh, like a woman. What's she holding in her hand? Is that a water bottle or a microphone? I think it's a water bottle or um, a coffee. Oh, okay. But she is on the run. She's on the move. She's on the move. She's she's busy. And there is a gentleman behind her who's carrying like a camcorder and has headphones. He's got the whole gear ready to help right. uh, do interviewing. And I think we can assume that's Jeff. Yes. So Jeff is, he's like uh, like producer- Okay. Um, I guess camera guy, um, engineer for yeah. like the podcast. I'm gonna be honest, not a big fan of the art. Oh, it's terrible. It's I will say that outright. That is scary. Terrible. Yeah, it looks like he's like <laughs> accosting her a little bit. He looks like he's in Jurassic Park, and he is convinced <laughs> that she is one of those little velociraptors. Right. The the yeah the I think the idea here is that like. He's he's always he's always running to catch up because she's on the move. She has a next interesting topic, a guest to tackle, and she cannot wait around for him. But you're right in the way it's depicted here. Yeah. He looks like, almost like a predator. <laughs> um, Foster, can you tell us the for the premise of this podcast? Is there is it something beyond just a new guest and to interview each time? Or um, so we're talking about Deidre uh, Fitzpatrick. In um, every episode, of course, is a new question that she's dying to ask. Mm. And this particular question, it was, it was when um, Dr. Pimple Popper knew the moment uh, when she was going to go all in on popping pimples. Um, so here we go. Uh, dying to Ask is the podcast that get, gets me off a TV news set. This is Deidre talking. And into candid conversations with authors, entrepreneurs, and influencers I've been dying to talk to. So brace yourself for a verbal gut check about what it takes to go from idea to reality. And who knows? Maybe along the way, we'll get some answers and the questions that you've been dying to ask. Nice. Mm. Cool. All right. So what was, what was revealed by Dr. Pimple Popper? Um, what was the moment? And why are there multiple cameras? That's, well, you kind of nailed it earlier. Okay. And you even listed the network, TLC. She has gone from YouTube and is branching out the TLC. And here's the thing, is on this new show, not only multiple cameras, but we're getting the backstory. You're, you're getting more of the story of these patients. Mm. While instead of just like an area of a back yeah. or, or a thigh or something, um, you're now meeting people like Mama Squishy. Um, and you're hearing is about their lives. Is Mama Squishy lives. a recurring person who keeps coming back? I don't no, believe so. I think, and that goes back to, we even said that, because we said like, you see it once and then it goes away. That it's That kind of took me out of the... 
the reality TV where I was like questioning it for a second. And that makes much more sense. It's like you see them for an episode and then they leave and you're introduced to new things. So, that, so the Mama Squishy is more like a whenever anybody watches that episode, the Mama Squishy episode, they fall in love with Mama Squishy. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. So. And I think anyone who meets her in, in real life. Well, Tiffany, I'm going to declare you the winner. Absolutely. David, I the runner-up. Huzzah! That was spot on, like 100% spot on. Yeah. That's great. Well, Tiffany, you are the winner. Thank um, you. Pew, 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 pew. And unfortunately, we don't have any particular prize nope. except respect and adoration. Fine. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. I want to come back. Yeah. It was fun. And uh, stay tuned for the, the next mystery in the next episode. Thanks, Foster. Thanks, Tiffany. Thanks, David. Bye. 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 Our team. <laughs> <laughs>